what's up what's good you are rocking with the best it is 6 p.m on a wednesday evening and you know what that is it is time for conversations with comedians on nlgradio.com bringing comedy to the conversation and as always i am your host mr perspective doug bennett and right now i am holding it down by myself in the lab right now uh the duke of comedy he is off in philadelphia celebrating the marine corps birthday so to all of my fellow devil dogs out there happy 246 years you look good out there marines hoorah simplify the voice of intimacy she is in transit right now she will be in in a little bit so right now it is just me my voice my life my thoughts and everything like that so let's just go ahead and get into what it is we're gonna be talking about today man we got a few subjects first and foremost shout out to our guest he will be coming in it is the very funny larry lancaster baltimore's own he will be stopping by joining the conversation he will be telling us about his projects you know his history and comedy what he's got coming up what he did during the pandemic and we're just gonna ask him some uh questions and everything so we just gonna get into it um we're gonna talk about the drink champs interview with kanye west and the thoughts on actually what he said kanye is like uh kanye has gone from being dr frankenstein to the actual monster if you ask me because it's almost like there is no rhyme or reason to what it is he says but it still is on beat there's no rhyme but it's still riding the beat there is no reason but somewhere through the bullshit it doesn't make sense so it's like kanye i just don't understand but we're gonna get into some of the things that he said his regrets on uh on signing big sean but his thoughts on jay-z and things like that jay-z and dame dash his ceos plus also his thoughts on canceling black history month because he feels it feeds black people's need for victimhood Mm. I don't know about that one, man. I don't know about that one. But we're going to talk about that. We're going to get into uh, some other stuff. You know, uh, Caitlyn Jenner and Chris, Chris Jenner and their relationship is right now strained, according to the decathlete formerly known as Bruce Jenner. Um, we're going to talk about that because I got some thoughts on that, too. We're going to get into a lot of stuff on the all jokes aside. Uh, we're just going to kind of toss that out there and see what it is we come back with. I, I, I'm not too sure. I'm, I'm wondering about that victimhood thing. Uh, you know, I'm really wondering about that. What what is the thoughts of black America on being victims still in America? Is victimhood holding us back or are we a victim with a reason to be a victim waiting to be healed? Because any victim I know of, they get some sort of reparation or repair. There's that word again, reparation. So I don't know. Does victimhood hold us back? Or are we holding, are we sitting up here not holding on to our victimhood, but trying to put it out in the forefront to let y'all know that we are victims? So we're going to get into that, man. Larry Lancaster will be in the building. We got a lot to talk about, man. Uh, shout out to my girl Bobby. She is now a licensed driver. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. I, I don't know what it is about these kids nowadays, man. That that's taking them so long to get their license. Like, and I when I was growing up, there were two things you had to have when you was old enough: a job and a license. Like that was a a job and a license. Like it was it was a rite of passage. 
Now it's almost like kids get that joint because, I don't know, they ain't got money to get Uber. So it's like, I might as well get a license now. So I don't know. But shout out to her. She made it through. She did a thing. So I'm really happy for her. So what we're about to do is we're about to get into our first musical break. We're about to play some of SWV. You know I'm a 90s kid, so if you don't like it, change your station. <laughs> it's conversation with comedians on nlgradio.com bringing comedy to the conversation we will be back with today's comedy quote so do not go anywhere we'll be back peace
Conversations with Comedians on NLGRadio.com, bringing comedy to the conversation. That was SWV from their uh, debut album back in 1993. It's about time right here with the Human Nature uh, remix. Y'all know, I ain't gonna lie to you, when I first heard this song, man, I swore for Lord, I was like, how do these jokers on their first album get Michael Jackson on it? Like, How? Like, I really and truly thought that was Michael Jackson's song. Like, I was like, that's Michael Jackson about to come. Like, they they played Human Nature as if it was 1983 all over again. And Mike was on the, uh, the cover with that white suit and that baby tiger. Like, I was, I, I was just blown away. And then to hear that that was Michael just chopped and screwed in. Like, it was something from Swisher House. Like, it was amazing. It really was, man. I ain't gonna lie. The first time I heard this song, man, there was this girl that I tried to sing that to. I tried to tell her. I, I said it in a poem. I said, pure loving don't believe. That's what I'm giving. I'm gonna keep it strong. I'll be holding on to you. No one can do me like you do. It's true. Ooh, 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 ooh. I, I, I literally turned it into a poetry recital. I did because I liked it that much and I wanted her to come with me to the sock hop. Like, that's some suburban shit. Y'all jokers in D.C. and Maryland in the hood, y'all don't know nothing about a sock hop. A sock hop is a school dance. A sock hop is a school dance where your hands are on her hips, but they're straight and her arms are around your neck and y'all move from side to side. All y'all do is go from left to right like a metronome. That's all y'all do. And I did. I asked her using that song, Love's Gonna Be Right Here. Unfortunately, when we got there, she left me right there and she went over here with another guy. So it wasn't like love is going to be right here. Love ended up going over there. I still never forget her. It says, Deidre, you broke my heart, girl. You broke my heart, you heifer. I'm sorry, y'all. I had a flashback. Forgive me. Conversations with comedians on NLGradio.com, bringing comedy to the conversation. I had to purge. This is therapy for me, y'all. This is therapy. I had to purge real quick. Deidre, wherever you at, girl, you remember. You remember what you did to me. All right. We're about to get started with our comedy quote. Our comedy quote comes from the great Chris Rock. Chris Rock says... Only dumb people try to impress smart people. Smart people just do what it is they do. Man, that joke of Chris Rock. I'm going to tell you right now. The one thing that I don't think Chris Rock gets enough credit for is how philosophical he is. Chris Rock is very demonstrative. He has a lot of energy, but he is very, very philosophical. Like I remember one of his comedy specials where Chris Rock sat there and said, no white person wants to trade persons trade places with a black person. There's no white person in here that will trade places with me and I'm rich. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Chris Rock also in his last special with Tambourine said only only women, children and dogs are loved unconditionally. Only women, children and dogs are loved unconditionally. A man is loved under the condition that he provides something. I'm just going to leave that one right there. 
But let's get back to this comedy quote where it says, only dumb people try to impress smart people. Smart people just do what they do. And I think that is so apropos, especially in this social media age. Man, in this social media age, it's almost like taking a page out of uh, Fast and the Furious, the original one back in the 90s, where Dominic Toretto, played by Vin Diesel, looked at Paul Walker's character, God rest Paul Walker's soul, and said, I live my life one quarter mile at a time. Now, I didn't have a car at the time, so I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. But when I equate that to social media, it's like everybody lives their lives 60 seconds at a time. Now, granted, TikTok got uh, uh, they added another 120 seconds, but you get my drift. Everybody lives their life 60 seconds at a time. It's like everything is framework now. People let you see what it is they want you to see. And all we do is sit up here and compete and compare ourselves to other people that we really and truly don't know. Comparison is the thief of joy. I'm going to say that again. Comparison is the thief of of joy so if you wonder why your joy is getting taken in life maybe it's because you're trying to compare your journey to somebody who's walking on their own path amen amen welcome 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 amen. it is it is the voice of intimacy miss t gray hey hey happy wednesday how you doing boo boo i am doing fantastically well did you just turn the adjective into an adverb probably probably is that what it sounded like? I'm telling you right now. Black people need their own <laughs> dictionary. Man, we getting back into the comedy quote. The comedy quote comes from Chris Rock. He said that dumb people try to impress smart people while smart people just do what it is they do. Very true. And what I'm saying right now is that we live in a society, a social media driven society where people will show you 60 seconds of their life at a time. On TikTok, it's now three minutes. Mm. But what we do is we sit up here stunting and trying to impress other people that we don't know or getting discouraged by watching people that we don't know mm. for their 60 seconds forgetting that there's another 23 hours and 59 minutes of that day they are not showing nobody not a soul not a soul not a soul and here we are constantly sitting up here trying to compare ourselves to individuals we don't know don't care about us and ain't thinking about us because that's dumb but Smart people do what they do. It reminds me. It reminds me of what Lil Wayne said. Real G's move in silence. G's move in silence like lasagna. It reminds me of that. So what I'm asking for all my people out there is stop sitting up here letting your joy be stolen by the thoughts of comparison. You don't need to compare yourself to nobody because at the end of the day, the Bible says to run your race with endurance. Keeping your eyes to Jesus, who is the author, not author, but author and finisher of your faith. Amen. Not faith, but faith. F-A-I-F. I-F. Faith. Faith. F-A-I-F. <laughs> and if I-F, you don't know what I'm talking about, then just Google it. All right. But I want y'all to understand that dumb people try to impress smart people. Smart people do what it is they do. And everybody who's part of the conversation with comedians is intelligent. So use that intelligence to run your own race and stop worrying about who is in the lane next to you. Well, I'm off my soapbox. Let us 
shift and transition to Miss T. Gray. Like I told y'all, we gave a shout out to her eldest daughter, uh, Bobby, Miss Timberlake, if you're nasty, has just passed her driving exam. That means she is legal to honk at all you mofos who get in the fast lane and drive slow. Is that really a fast lane? Yes, there is. Who came up with that? Somebody smart. Because they didn't try to impress dumb people. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody smart came up with that. That is not. That is not. Oh, my. Oh, whatever, man. So how does it feel to know now that you got a legalized driver? Um, Fine. Thank God I ain't got to drive everywhere. Maybe I can get her to get on some of these road trips sometimes. You know, really, I just want to use it to my own benefit. I don't. We as parents are the new slave drivers. That's all no, we are. Parents have been the slave drivers for a mighty long, mighty, mighty long time. And yeah. <laughs> no, we've nice just driven the slaves. We've driven the slaves, a.k.a. our kids. around somewhere where I can at least just be like, hey, I don't feel like it. Come I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, you don't know this, but she called Nana right after she got off the phone with you. All right. I'm going to tell you right now, black mothers, we y'all got to stop being so dramatic and ruining happy moments. Shout out to Nana. I love you, but I told you this over the phone. So let me paint the picture. All right. Bobby passes her driving exam. She gets out of the car and you can see the smile through the mask. I mean, walking as proud as a peacock. I didn't know if I was watching her or the logo from NBC. Like, that's how proud she was. Okay? As she should have been. Now, we get on the phone with her mom. Her mom says, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Proud of you, baby. Leaves it short and sweet because we know T. Gray's emotions are about as deep as a puddle. So First she. Off, no, 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 we, I'm gonna do, use this as an opportunity to take a jab at my emotions. Um, first, can we decide that I was I was at work? Oh. Okay. I had a patient, and just I'm gonna always answer the phone. She had a patient, child. but no patience. Okay. Um, but no, I don't have to. I'm not gonna cry with my child passing her driving test. Like I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not going to do all that. But I am proud of her. And I did tell her more than one time how proud of her I was and congratulated her. And we're going to celebrate this thing. See, this ain't even but about you. you so selfish. No, Why did you, you turn started, this about you? You started talking about This ain't me. about you. You started talking about my emotional death. This is only as deep as a puddle. Like, no, sir. She's right. No, sir. You know, we'll try it. Once you flip the script, then hey. We'll try a tub. Listen. Oh, all right. At the end of the day, we get on the phone with Nana. Now, this is how dramatic black mamas are. Black grandmothers. <laughs> She's still a mama. <laughs> she don't be dramatic for me. She she <laughs> is so dramatic. She gets on the phone, and she's like, yes, baby, I'm so proud of you. You my number one. You my first grandbaby, and, I, and you know Nana, proud of you. We like, yeah, Nana. And Doug, let me tell you something. I'm like, yeah, Nana. She's like, I was there when Bobby was born. I was there. I'm like, I know, Nana. I seen her coming to the world. That's what being there when she was born she, means. She did not see that. <laughs> That's what she, she said. She, she said, what I, I tell you. She, she, she said, I, I was there. I saw her coming to the world. She okay. did not see her coming right. to the world. All right. <laughs> so she gets on there and she says, my, uh, my baby looks at me and Tiffany says, please, mama, get your license. So <laughs> don't make your grandchildren get their license before you get it. I remember saying that to All her right. at one point. I don't know if it was that day, but I did. So Nana yeah. says that. 
So what Nana says now, she's like, well, my baby's got their license, which means that she going to be driving while I'm here and she going to be driving when I'm dead and gone. I'm like, God damn, Nana. Like, why you have to turn a whole festive mood morbid? Ain't nobody tell you to call her. Like, she turned the whole mood morbid. Like, you already lied about seeing the baby come out. You should have <laughs> known it was going to be some stuff. I'm for real, man. I'm, we just all of a sudden our hearts drop. We like you, you, you. Like why you turn so this mama, that way? So let's just put this out here, and I don't care who gets upset about it. But Scorpio women, oh my God, Scorpio women will pull some emotional stuff about you that you didn't even know exists. Yes. And my mom is a tearjerker type chick. Like if you're going through something, I love my mother to death, but that's not the person you want to go to because if you're trying to be strong, my mom is going to low key break you down. Oh my God. You cry. It's almost like she's a witch, y'all. She lives. Said <laughs> <laughs> your mama part of a coven. She is. Your she mama part of a coven. Dad, tears keep her living long. I swear to God. Like, oh my God, cool. that is hilarious. I said when she said that joint. Yeah, she she was here driving while I'm alive, and she gonna be driving after I'm dead. And I'm like, why are we even thinking about this Who right now? Who's gonna die first, old lady? <laughs> God dang. And my so, mom trying to act like she's so old. I'm for real. Your mama just turned thirty. Five, didn't she like it? I gave birth to her. So <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Conversations with comedians on nlgradio.com. It is two thirds of the tripod in the building. It is Mr. Perspective Ooh. Doug Bennett, joined by the voice of intimacy, Miss T. Gray. As hey, I already hey. told you, the Duke of Comedy is right now in Philadelphia celebrating the lean, mean fighting force on November 10th, 1775. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and a place called Tun Tavern. The United States Marine Corps was born. From them halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli. Why they start letting black people in? Probably 200 years later. <laughs> Probably around 200 years later. But, man, I'll Y'all tell you, no man. no Juneteenth type celebration for that shit? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> ain't no celebration about going in the Marine Corps. Shoot, have you ever been hey, in boot camp hey. before? My mama still got a letter of me giving her directions to come and pick me the hell up. Yeah, serious, man. But I, I'm, I'm proud to be a Marine. And for all my Marines out there, ooh-rah, simplify, and you look good for 246. Man, let's go ahead and get this thing started. See? You see? You went too far. You went too far. I've been wanting to do that my whole life. You got... <laughs> You see how you see what I'm saying? Let somebody on the inside. Life. You let somebody on the inside, they make themselves at home. No, Man. I just I just wanted the one time. Just it. I'm not gonna do it no more. Sound like she coughed when she did that. I did sound like, <laughs> that, is, like that, that is not how we say it. I don't know how to say it. I it's ooh raw. Okay, well I, I got it for when I jump out there again in life. But that was just my one time. Yeah. Oh my god, you got it, you got it. Man, well let's go ahead and get this started, man. Um Woo! The artist, or the decathlete formerly known as uh, Bruce Jenner, who is now called Caitlyn Jenner, has said that his relationship with his ex-wife, Kris Jenner, ain't what it should be. What should it be? <laughs> Thank you. Like, you ain't what you should be. So it's what, like, what do you expect the relationship exactly, to be? Exactly. Like, should we be going to get Manny Patties? Should we be going to get waxed together? Like, what, what do I do with my ex-wife husband? <laughs> what do i do i'm telling you right now this is so strange because it's like bro you cut off no, ma'am 
<laughs> bro, ma'am. Sir, ma'am. Bro, sir, ma'am. <laughs> Man, like, he the first female to ma'am, get sir. knighted. The first female to get knighted. Sir, ma'am. We all W. Oh, uh, man, but I'm sir, saying, I, I, I'm trying to figure out what is, what is he really looking for? Like, you literally... After this woman has bore your and and listen, I am not a Kardashian. They girlfriends now. I'm not a Kardashian sympathizer <laughs> by no stretch of the imagination. Everybody knows how I feel about the Kardashians, but this is not just about the Kardashians. This right. is about you married a woman. She gave you two children. Y'all merged y'all families together. And then you tell her, and I'm not faulting you for that. If that's how you feel, that's how you feel. But then how do you expect her to feel as a woman? She was emotionally tied to you, gave birth to your girls. And then all of a sudden you tell her you don't want to be married to her anymore because you identify with being a woman. Like how, how is she supposed to feel about that? There's so many layers here. And And let's, let's make sure we watch what it is we say. I promise you that I won't. There's so many layers here. And it's funny that you should bring this up because I'm actually going to be talking about this next week. Um, I think that closeted men are some of the most selfish men on earth. And I feel this way because not only do you live your life in secret, but then you bring other people into your secret. You have the audacity to go and get a wife. You have the gall to go and make all these children. And then once you get up just enough courage to stop sucking dick in the dark, then it's you want everybody to be on your team. You want everybody to accept you immediately. You don't want to be judged. You don't want to be um, looked at negatively because now you're living your truth. Never mind the fact of the people or the lies that you've affected or that you've hurt along the way because now your truth is more powerful than that. No, stay your closeted ass where closeted ass niggas be. Like, don't go get a wife. Don't go make all these babies. Don't bring so many other people into your closet. And then when you're ready to jump out your closet, and and Bruce didn't just jump. He didn't jump out the closet. He jumped off the cliff. Because I'm going to come out, and I'm not only going to be a gay male, I'm also going to now be a... Are you still a gay male if you turn into a woman? But see, that's the thing because Bruce, Bruce has said. I think he said that. I, I, you know, I'm not is even going to speculate. I don't. I don't if know. He's still with women. I like, don't know. What are you now? Like, I don't want the responsibility of trying to explain that to my child. I don't want the responsibility of trying to be your friend, sir. I don't, sir, ma'am. I don't want to be your friend. We're not going to go shopping together. We're not going to go hang out at Christmas time. First off, let's take away the BS. How many of us kicking it with our exes? You kicking with your ex? You kicking with your baby mama? I want to kick her. Uh, (laughs) I have three exes that I, I count. And that's because that you what count and I don't start another conversation before we finish this. So so in this conversation, I count these three because I have children with them. I'm dead in the water, still floating. Um, I don't see them at holidays. I don't we don't hang out at Christmas. Um, We have birthday parties separate. Uh, Everything that happens because you're now my ex is what happens. I've shopped with you more than I've ever shopped. You're like I'm not I'm not calling up my ex. Hey, bro. Hey, let's go. Let's go hang out, fam. Like I'm not I'm not I'm not doing that. 
So what is the expectation? Is it because you have money? Is it because you're in the limelight? Is it because you're famous that you feel like your relationship is supposed to be on some different level or some other accord? Sir, you're still her ex-husband wife. What, what, what our relationship dynamic is exactly what it is. I'm gonna see you at weddings and funerals. That's that's what that's where you're at at that point is weddings and funerals. That's it. And according to Nana, it seems like Bobby's gonna be driving to her. So it's like hey. <laughs> according to Nana. Hey. So I don't know how I don't know how to think about it. Once again, I would like to put out this: we are not advocating, advocating, nor is are we engaging in any type of homophobic rhetoric. It's just it wasn't. That's it's, human rhetoric. Yeah, it's just human rhetoric. It's we just don't hang trying with to. Our we're just trying to figure that out. I'm just and and if anything, Doug is actually on the side of the woman. And that and and T. Gray can tell you I'm a staunch supporter of men. Like I I am I am pro man, but I'm actually on the side of the woman and a Kardashian woman at that. So it's like so it's not it, it, it's just I'm I, I just don't know how she is supposed to feel and I don't know how any woman is supposed to feel in that case. Tell you as a woman I've never had an ex who didn't still want to smash. <laughs> That's Listen. not fair. No, no, no. That's not fair. Let's let's start there. All men want to smash. That's like, but that's like level two to this. I've never had an ex that still didn't want to smash. If you continue any friendship with any ex, because they want to smash, so it <laughs> would be is, so weird. That is so if, shallow, if you all but think true. <laughs> that there's no part of Bruce that's still inside of there. You think it's no part of Bruce that still kind of gets hot when he sees her or thinks she got a nice booty or whatever? Like, come on. Come on. Just saying, man. It's weird. No, I don't want to fuck you, ex-husband's wife, sir. Ma'am, Wow. What do you call him? What does she call him? Does she pick up the phone and say, yo, Kate? No. That's cr and why would that be his expectation? Where the hell is he at? He needs to be in here with us because I want to know. What is his expectation? What is it that he wants out of life? Did you not successfully get everything that you want? You had a beautiful wife. You had a rich life. You had a great career. This you is what they kids. mean when they say you don't You were able to be a white male, which is on the hierarchy of the U of the United States. You're sitting at the top of the I list. I sat up here and, and poked Smokey the Bear. I done poked <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. Not only did I you done have, poked the Grizzly. Did you have the... The not he. Stop it! Not only did the you bear. get the opportunity to be a white male in the rest of the country, but you get to be a white female on top of that. Not only did you get to be a white female, you got to knock black women out of a running on ESPYS and everything else in your winning categories as a woman. And now you mad? You're you're upset because your man woman ass. You're upset because your ex wife ain't cool with you. Be real. The fact that we're even talking about this just enables this entire situation. So let's go ahead and move on to the next subject. Ah, damn. Sorry. Tell I us how you really feel. Yeah. Like, my God. I'm touchy about the. I words. was just, I was, I thought and it was not, funny. You done had me go I'm into not, a re, uh, so introspective. Sorry. I thought it was funny. And I'm and I'm not homophobic. Let me say that. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I get it. I'm just saying. I, I, I me personally, me personally, I just, I thought it was crazy because he gave up the. Hang out. He gave up the one leverage that men have, which is a penis. Like, do you understand? And if and if there are women out there who don't think a men's penis is power, how many of y'all in relationships y'all shouldn't be because of the dick? Don't worry. Let the Lord choose you. 
talk about something. <laughs> that's, that's what I thought. Yeah, not because you have to. So not let's do this. He get upset. He talk to you in his man voice. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Man, look, Kanye West, his uh, Drink Champs interview has been circulating everywhere. Kanye was hitting everything in that joint. Kanye talked about regretting signing Big Sean. He talked about Just Blaze when they was on Rockefeller together calling him a copycat. He also said that Dame Dash is a better CEO than Jay-Z even. But I think the one, the we, we can talk about that, but the one that I want get, to get to is his thoughts on canceling black history because it promotes and perpetuates victimhood in the black community. He says he wants a black future month or a black possible month. Believe it or not, Kanye West is not the first celebrity to ever say that. Morgan Freeman actually said that on CNN a couple of years ago, where he said that black history should be done away with because his black history is American history. True. Um, Candace Owens is another person that doesn't subscribe to black history. Um, there are a few others. So I don't want anybody to think that Kanye West is Doug really and truly. I'm sensitive today because I'm defending people that really normally I wouldn't. What's your period is on. I think so. I need to go and re- I, my man Gina's bleeding because I'm really being sensitive today. Like I need a hug. But Kanye West is not the first celebrity black celebrity at that to say this. So my thoughts are what is your thought process on Black History Month, number one, Mm -hmm. and number two, the thought that it perpetuates victimhood in the black community. Because I'm just pissed off at the fact they didn't give us a month with 31 days in it, goddammit. I understand the thought process between black history is American history. I get that. I feel like a butt's coming on. I feel like a butt. I get it. But is there is there really American history? Let's start there. You worried about the history being called black. Is there even really American history? You can tell when somebody is on their pro-blackness because she got her locks out today. (laughs) She is in full Afeni Shakur mode. God rest the soul of Afeni Shakur. But she is in straight up Black Panther mode today. So America didn't even exist. Here we go. It didn't. I'm just going to push my mic back. shit. That some people from across the ocean came over here and said, oh, this is what we're going to call this place. Never mind the millions of people who are already here, indigenous to the land, living off of it, breathing. You sound like that mother who just ordered Encyclopedia Britannica and she read it. Now you just you just regurgitating everything out that damn book. Because when it comes to black history, here's the thing. We're never, ever going to get our just due agreed whether we have a month a year whether you or 400 black history and say okay it's american history well my american history says that we were brought here against our will we were beat on we were raped we were maimed we were enslaved and we had to come out of it Along the way of coming out of it, we made some fantastic things. We contributed to this country. We built the country on our blood, sweat, and tears. And our contributions to this country were snatched. 
They put white people's names on our inventions. They put white people's faces on our music. They put white people on everything that we did that was amazing and fantastic. And we are still struggling to be, to, to say, oh, we did it. It was us. Give us our just due. Why are we continuing to search for somebody else to validate us and who we are? I don't need Black History Month to let me know that I'm a strong black woman. I don't. I don't need nobody else to tell me who made the traffic light, who made this hot curling, who made my cell phone, who made... I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I think it's important for our children to learn, but guess Lift what? They're removing it from the books. So, what is, what is the argument? What is the fight? You're fighting against a system that's never going to change. You're fighting against things ring. that have been put in place by white like male America she's going that's in going right to now. always be here. Because as long as they breathe and as long as we breathe, it's going to continue to be like this. So, are we going to. Y'all need to tune into our live right now. Because she got her hands moving and her neck moving simultaneously. People are still going to be upset. People are still going to have, like, this is a generational conversation. This conversation never changes. No matter how many strides we make, no matter how many positive progress we do, doesn't matter. We'll still be having this conversation. It's unfortunate. My grandchildren are still going to be having this conversation. So Don't your answer is no. <laughs> so your answer is I mean, no. My answer <laughs> is, I think... <laughs> Care what they do with black people. Oh my months. god. So she done turned into <laughs> Stephen A. Smith out in this joint. Well, let me pontificate for a little bit as I try glyceride my nanoids. They have the temerity, the unmitigated gall to blasphemize and boisterize. Like, girl, is it yes or no? She still ain't answered. No, I don't even remember your question. I know. Lord have mercy, long-winded Linda. Because I know I answered it. No, I, you didn't. I did. I did. I Conversations with comedians. With I asked <laughs> one question. I you said, asked do, me two questions. Okay, and they're both yes or no. I they said, do yes or no. <laughs> yes, oh, yes no they were. Thing. Yes, they were, Angela Davis. No they were yes or no. It's no. It's not a yes no question on why you feel about Black History. Look at her hands, y'all. Look at her hands. Look at her hands. It's not. It's not. It's <laughs> oh, not. no, don't what, get me. What, what don't get You should have heard her. It, it's not, not just a, a yes or no question. And then when I pointed out, it's not. It's, it's not, not. It's not a yes or no question. What was, this, what was the second part? I forgot my damn self. Well, I was right. <laughs> I feel like I answered both. How do you feel like you answered both and you don't remember the second <laughs> question? I feel like it was all encompassing. Like, what do you think? What I don't know what to think anymore because your words are invading my thoughts right now. I feel like I'm going to say what you just said. Yo, so Kanye's Drink Champs interview was um, interesting. Very, very. It was interesting. And I like Kanye's uh, post-hive interview. It was great. I'm going to be real with you when it comes to Black History Month. Um, I have mixed feelings about it because... I do feel as though I understand the premise behind it. It was to celebrate is to take a consolidated time to celebrate the achievements that we contributed to this country, because I say this about anybody and I, I'm sorry. I don't care who this offends, but I stand solid 10 toes down on this. There is never there is not one ethnicity or race of people in this country 
that has contributed more to the genesis and the perpetuation of this country than black people. I don't care who you are. That is historically documented. I don't care who you are. So I understand why they did it. But this is my issue. And this is where I align myself with Kanye and others who think like that. I feel it's 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 another attempt to pacify black people. Here, y'all get this month. Y'all get this short month. Y'all get the shortest month of the year. Like we got to wait. It's almost like waiting for a president to come into office to do something for us and just to realize that when he gets in there he ain't that's what we got to wait for we got to wait every four years just to have another day to be able to celebrate this little month and it's crazy to me so i definitely agree with him i agree with morgan freeman i agree with all people our history is intertwined with american history the first person who got killed in the Revolutionary War, a war that we didn't even start, was a black man named Crispus Attucks. The Tus I mean, like, we have fought in every single war. And when I say fought, made true contributions. The Civil War. Like, have you ever seen Glory with Morgan Freeman and Denzel Washington? That is talking about, I think, the 54th Cavalry. The only, the first all-black cavalry in the Civil War. Tuskegee Airmen, like all of that stuff. So, and those are just the wars. Let's not talk about the inventions. Let's not talk about the music. Let's not talk about the fashion. Let's not talk about the the, the, the vocabulary. Like, so it, it's crazy to me. Like I, like I said before, and I always use this. Black people are so magical. We are so magical. That a word that was used for our demise has been flipped so much and made so popular that white people want to use it with each other i thought you said this was a yes no question this is why we can't come together as a people <laughs> this is why we can't come together as a people All, see 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 her problem is she was I, yes I, no was, I was as a, as a as a as a as a as a renaissance man i was following her lead now she don't want that she just don't know what she wants. Okay, I was following her lead. You're welcome. You're welcome. But I, I don't believe that we should have a Black History Month. I do believe that our history should be intertwined and celebrated along with everybody else. And I'm going to say to you that once they remove Black History Month, don't be surprised if your American history looks less American than you do. That's all. They're already removing us from the educational stance in this country they're removing our story from the books we don't exist you guys we don't exist and according to kanye we wanted to be slaves we was volunteering for that shit did this you watch roots before you came no, over here like uh, did you? what i'm not gonna do is take every single thing that that man says and know because he's a billionaire just flow with it uh, i didn't the same float, no. person who said that that slavery was a choice so no. what was the alternative for us to kill ourselves did i not sit no, up no, here no, and saying, yeah i'm saying i yay. i just i i when i to a man who can't even decide what his name is <laughs> then i should stop listening to puff too i mean yeah, I mean, yeah exactly yes <laughs> puffy done went through four five six, man nine, bad yeah. boy take that take that listen yeah. um I, I don't know, man. Like I said, do I believe we should have Black History Month? No. I believe that our history needs to be told 
the same way the history of white America is told. I believe it needs to be intertwined. I need I believe that if you're going to talk about Paul Revere, goddammit, you need to talk about Crispus Attucks. If you're going to no. talk about Abraham Lincoln freeing the slaves, then you need to tell the real reason why he did it. Not like he all of a sudden had an epiphany one day and said, you know what? Slavery is wrong. No, he did it because A, he knew he couldn't have won that civil war without us. B, they had all that free labor down there and, and America was trying to expand West with the Industrial Revolution and he needed workers. And he's like, why are they having all that free labor and commerce down there? And, and, and we're sitting up here trying to make stuff work on our own. No, let's bring them up here. Let's free them, have them fight for us and win this war. And then the ones that are left over, we put them to work up here. So let, if we're going to tell the story, let's tell the entire story. That's the reason why I say Black History Month needs to be alleviated. Not because I'm on some radical stuff like, yee, yay, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, whatever his name is now. I'm just saying that our history needs to be intertwined with American history because as the great Morgan Freeman said, our history is but American why? history. Ah, But see, that's, that's maybe where my issue is. My issue is calling any of the history American to begin with. Who decided that this was America? Oh, Who Lord. decided that? Like that's that's the part. I'm telling you right now, y'all <laughs> y'all have just entered y'all have just part, entered the Mariana Trench. That is the deepest saying, point so on earth, and it is led by Jacqueline Cousteau over here. Because people are focused on the wrong aspect of it. It's, it's not black history. It's American history. Like, like again, we want to be so American so bad, y'all. If we were born here, guess what? Whoever came to this country and decided that this was America, whoever came to this country and killed my Native American ancestors, whoever came to this country and enslaved my African ancestors and then left me here this mutt to grow up in this radical ass world, whoever did that, it's their world. It's not, we not in America, we just here. We only know where you at for real. All right, we about to take a you musical break. God at. damn. Uh, like, <laughs> you God, don't. God damn, man. What is wrong? What was this called before somebody white decided this was called America? I wait. There? Here? And that's where the fuck we from. So we're in the United States of here, nigga? We're here. All right, conversation with comedians on <laughs> conversation with comedians on NLGradio.com. That was our all jokes aside. Oh my God, hey, Lord have mercy! That was our all jokes aside with the one and only Jacqueline Cousteau. Larry Custo. Lancaster coming in the building, moment, man. We yes, we got Larry Lancaster, Baltimore's own, coming through the building. We want to give a shout out to all of our family in Baltimore. She more funny. Oh man, woo woo the comedian, D'Lo. You cannot go word for word with D'Lo. She will crack you. Uh, Maria Sanchez and the one and only Ray Diva. We want to give a shout out to all of them out there in Baltimore who mess with us, who deal with us. We got to get more Baltimore people on this show. We need to just start linking up with B More and connecting them with the DMV and just start a conglomeration out this joint. That's what we need to do. You said you want to link Baltimore with the DMV. I just want you to tackle that real quick. No, I'm not about to. I'm not about to because we don't already got deep enough. But I want to. I want to give a shout out to everybody DMV in Baltimore. Vibe podcast. What up? Oh my God. 
we about to get into this. I remember this song, man. I tried to sing this to a girl. I'm always oh, using. Oh, I thought you was gonna play some pro black in here. We we gonna flow pro black right now, and I'm gonna go see Karis one next week. Oh Change my god. Change that. We ain't on no Maxwell right now. Uh, so what you Change okay? That. See, we need some hype. All right, Give me something. here we go. Here we go. There, there, there's only one thing you can play. There's only one thing you can play. This thing right here, boy. Yet our best trained, best educated, best equipped, best prepared. Lord have mercy. Hey, conversation with comedians on NLGradio.com for Sister Soldier Sister over here. We going to play Public Enemy. Lord have mercy. Conversation with comedians, bringing comedy to the conversation. Somebody get this girl some sunglasses, a clock, and a bottle. Cause I know you got soul. Hey, hey, listen if you're missing y'all. Swinging 
Tired of getting shot at, tired of getting chased by the police and arrested. Niggas need a spot where we can kick it, a spot where we belong that's just for us. Niggas ain't gotta get all dressed up and be Hollywood. You know what I mean? Where do niggas go when we die? Ain't no heaven for a thug nigga. That's why we go to Thug Mansion. That's the only place where thugs get in free and you gotta be a G. At Thug Mansion. To spend my quiet nights Time to unwind So much pressure in this life of mine I cried times I once contemplated suicide And would've tried But when I held that night All I could see was my mama's eyes No one knows my struggle They only see the trouble Not knowing it's hard to carry on When no one loves you Picture me inside the misery of poverty No man alive has ever witnessed struggles I survived Praying hard for better days Promise to hold on Me and my dogs don't have a choice But to roll on We found a finally spot to kick it Where we could drink Licking no a bickers over trick shit A spot where we can smoke in peace And even though we G's we still visualize places That we can roll in peace And in my mind's eye I see this place The players going past I got a spot for us all So we can roll at the Thug Fights in the darkness, trouble sparks They tell me home is where the heart is, dear departed I shed tattoo tears and couldn't sleep good for multiple years Witness peers, cats, gunshots, nobody cares Seen the politicians ban us, they'd rather see us locked in chains Please explain why they can't stand us Is there a way for me to change? Or am I just a victim of things I did to maintain? I need a place to rest my head with a little bit of homeboys that remain Cause all the rest there is there a spot for us to grow? If you find it, I'll be right behind you Show me and I'll go How can I be peaceful? I'm coming from the bottom Watch my daddy scream peace While the other man shot I need a house that's full of love When I need to escape The deadly place of slinging drugs And thugs match I'm in heaven and they ain't got hoods Seen a show with Marvin Gaye last night It had me shook, dripping peppermint snacks With Jackie Wilson and Sam Cooke Then some lady named Billie Holiday Sang, sitting there, kicking it with Malcolm To the day came Little Natasha show grown Tell the lady in the liquor store that she's forgiven So come home, maybe in time you understand Only God can save us When Miles Davis cutting loose with the band Just think all the people that you knew in the past That passed on, they in heaven found peace that last Picture a place that they exist together There has to be a place better than this in heaven So right before I sleep, dear God, wear the mask And remember this face, save me a place And God's Sky. Ain't no place for me. Ain't no place for me.
smoking weed in the street without cops harassing. Imagine going to court with no trial. Lifestyle cruising blue behind the waters. No welfare supporters. More conscious of the way we raise our daughters. Days are shorter, nights are colder. Feeling like life is over. These snakes strike like a cobra. The world's hot, my son got knocked. Evidently, it's elementary. They want us all gone eventually. Trooping out of state for a plate. Knowledge, if coke was cooked without the garbage, we'd all have the top dollars. Imagine everybody flashing, fashion, designer clothes. Lacing your click up with diamond rolls. The people holding dough, no parole, no rubbers. Going raw, imagine law with no undercovers. Just some thoughts for the mind. I take a glimpse into time, watch the black read, the world is mine. Imagine that. I free all my sons. I love them, love them, baby. Black diamonds and pearls. Could it be if you could be mine, we both shine. If I in these last days until it is be paradise life relaxing black latino and anglo-saxon i'm on the exchange the range cast lost tribal shabazz free at last brand new whips to crash then we laugh in the illa path the villa houses for the crew how we do trees for breakfast dime sexes have been stretches so many years of depression make me vision the better living type of place to raise kids in open the eyes to the lies history's told foul but i'm as wise as the old owl plus the gold child seeing things like i was controlling click rolling Tricking six digits on kicks and still holding trips to Paris. I civilize every savage. Give me one shot, I turn tripe life to lavish. Political prisoners set free, stress free. No work release, purple and threes and jet skis. Fill the wind breeze in West Indies. I think Coretta Scott King, mayor the cities and reverse things to Willie's. It sounds foul, but every girl I meet to go downtown. I'd open every cell in Attica, send them to Africa. Imagine that. These are the breaks, many mistakes go down out of state Wait, I had to let it marinate, we carry weight Trying to get laced, flip the A stack to safe Leg it there, plan to keep the gap with the cock hammer Making moves in Atlanta, back and forth scrambler Cause you can have all the chips, be poor or rich Still nobody want a nigga have a shit If I rule the world and everything in it Sky's the limit, I push the Q45 infinite It wouldn't be no such thing as jealousies or be felony Strictly living longevity to the destiny I thought I'd never see but Reality struck, better find out before your time's out What the fuck? If I the world, imagine that I free all my sons I love them, love them, baby Black diamonds and pearls Could it be, if you could be mine, we both shine If I ruled the world Still living for today, in these last days and times If I ruled the world, imagine that For today, in these last days and times If I rule the world If I rule the world
Conversations with Comedians on NLGRadio.com, bringing comedy to the conversation. As always, I am your host, Mr. Perspective, Doug Bennett, and I am joined in the lab by two-thirds of the tripod. She is the voice of intimacy, Miss Two-Thirds. Okay, should it be one third? I am one third, and then you're one third. So Are you, you joined with yourself? We talked about this the last time Terrence wasn't here. First, <laughs> stop bringing up old shit. <laughs> Secondly, I got to see in math, so do not do that. Like, don't do that. Don't do that. That's just uncalled for. Like, it, it really is not it's necessary. Funny. It tickles me every time you do that. It's not necessary I to love keep that bringing math that isn't stuff your strong suit. Math really. is not my strong it, suit. It makes me but happy. it's crazy. <laughs> So it's crazy because I'm such an absolute person and math is the only absolute, mm. but, but I can't stand it. Like I truly, truly cannot stand math. Like I hate that shit. Like what was, what was the subject? Well, Lord, I'm a, I'm a, this is unprecedented. If T gray actually tells me what she's not good at on air. Now she'll tell me what she's not good at when it's a personal talk, but she swears me to secrecy or she'll try to men and black my ass so I don't remember it. What subject at Glen Arden High? <laughs> at Glen Arden High were you not good at? And why? I'll say math. Nigga, you just sat up here and clown me and it's the same thing. We kindred dumbasses is what you telling me at math. But my reason is because I used to fall asleep in class every day. You got more excuses than a nigga going so to jail. I'm one of those Even smart if you was awake, you wouldn't have got that Seriously, shit. Seriously, I swear, I'm, I've always been one of them smart bored kids. Like too smart to really be in there, so I just be bored and I be. Oh my god! Stuff. Oh my like, god! She sounds really like be awake she sounds like a woman that sits up here and justifies why she stayed with a nigga that she shouldn't have been with. I'm just, I just got a big heart and I love hard. Yeah. And I just love hard. I, do. I just love hard. Yeah. You need to stop it. My life as we speak. Oh, shut up! <laughs> shut up! He's not listening. Um, <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead in the water, still floating. I'm dead. Sorry. Okay. But for real, what Jesus. made math so hard? Because for me, it was the numbers. I fell asleep. So when I, I'm literally joking. When I went to high school, I was in the academy of finance. Like, I'm, I'm and you were bad at math. I'm not bad at math. I was just trying to give you something because if I said I wasn't bad at anything, you'd be like, "Oh, T. Grace kissing her own ass." But I was a, I was a brainiac kid like i was you know I was she's a, a brainiac brainiac go no more i was one of those you know over excel but i was bored like because i was like that so you know is there a woman in life that can sit up here and actually say she wasn't good at something um yes there they exist they exist they exist <laughs> they not you they, they exist, exist. I'm I'm not good at making the best choices all the time. Nigga, that's everybody. Oh, I'm human. <laughs> I'm, you know what? I should mute I your mean, microphone. No, when it comes to stuff like that, like for you know, high school, middle school, I was you know, I was a brainiac. So you know, social studies, math, art, science—that's my shit. I loved all that. English, like I'm a, I'm a wordsmith for real. I'd be trying to be so. Did y'all hear how she literally slid in every single subject that you can have in school to say she was good? Did y'all hear how she slid that in? Yeah, you know, I was I was a brainiac in school. I was good at math, science, English, PE, home ed. Mad at me for not being like more, but I just wasn't into school. 
I just wasn't into school. I'm still on the fact of the matter that you sat there. Did you hear yourself slide in every? I only asked her about math, y'all. I only asked her about math. She literally said it just like this. Yeah, I was good at math, science, English, home ec. I didn't sing, but I got an A in choir too. Yeah. Run into some of my teachers from high school. Oh my god. Oh my god. They still rave about you. They do. They missed you after 20 years being but, out of high but school. But it was more, I'm telling you, it was more the fact that I was super smart, but didn't. Stop saying that. I'm not going to stop saying it. <laughs> <laughs> Never will I ever stop congratulating me because you tripped. You part of the no. Justice League? I was no, super I smart. W- I was, but they but they do say, you know, but you just, you didn't want to apply yourself or you be coming in. They like, always you know, say that. School. I used to hate it like, when teachers said that. I used to skip that. school, fall asleep. Like, I was just the worst student ever but if you come and hand me a test i ain't even had to be there come and hand me a test i'll be like here you go <laughs> and be busting a they used to be mad shit. she is the most <laughs> unhumble per and i know that ain't it i know that's not the proper prefix you know, but she's the most because him today still would be like she's the most unhumble person ever what was the name of your high school uh, I went to a few, but Kennedy. Oh, as well say. you went to. Uh, so while you were skipping, you was just dropping in on everybody's classes at everybody's school. So I just. So I went to uh, a technical school for half the day, and then to my regular high school because I also got uh, a technical license. school is Job Corps, y'all. No, it wasn't Job Corps. <laughs> no, it wasn't Job Corps. Who was so it? I went to school in Montgomery County. If anybody's familiar with Montgomery County, uh, I went and I did nails. So. I got my nails license while I was in high school. So they would bus us from one school to the other high school so we could go there half the day and then come back. Yeah. So, Kennedy, I finished it. You want to know one of the most disturbing things when you speak about nails is I hated those cosmetology students that carried around that damn head with them all day. Like, there was this one girl that carried around a head and one of the eyes would be closed and the other eye would be... It was the most disturbing shit ever. It was like a Stephen King movie. She would be walking around with this head. She would be walking around with this damn head and carrying that shit like like it was like a, a, a eagle that landed on your arm or some shit. Like, I hated that joint, man. I used to carry this heavy, ridiculous bag of nail polish, like, every day. Like, yo. Are you serious? I swear to God. You really I, had a thoughts of being a nail technician. I I was a nail technician. Like I got my license and I started working while I was in high school. That's why you were skipping school. Your ass was trying to make money. I was on that grind. I was. This motherfucker hustling in alleys, girl. I did a lot of stuff early in life. I got my nails license. I see your I got nails, my nigga. To be a preschool Guess teacher. what? Like I was doing. A whole I got this acrylic shit. over here. Got this acrylic. They they sell it at the Revlon counter for five dollars. I give Yo, it to I you used for two fifty. All black salon owned by a white lady. I'm dead. <laughs> Weren't you the one just talking about not being slaves to the system? Yeah, Weren't you that? We, it was a all. Every Where's our contributions? Our contributions to black. history. That's because you working for. And home. it was owned by a white woman. It was weird. She was weird, but. She gave me a chance, though, so I can't even knock her. Like, she gave me my first job as a nail tech. Your first job was a nail tech? No, my first job was KFC. She gave okay, me my I was about to say. She gave me my first job as a nail tech. Like, I was about I to say. License, come on, man. She gave me my first job. Every black person's first job is a damn uh, we uh, right fast food restaurant. A nail salon. And so I'm artistic and... Artistic? I didn't know. I'm artistic. Oh, my bad. No, I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> so 
about to say I you talk really well like really elaborate nail designs different stuff that they had never seen so let me before. guess you got an a in fucking art too I was dope. So <laughs> the Asians next door, because I would put my, you know how, well, some people know, a long time ago, we people used to always put their nail designs in the window, make you want to come in. So the Asians would always come next door and try to copy. You mean like advertising? Yeah, but they would try to copy my nail designs. It was crazy, but like everything I did was my hand. So you had a flashback during that whole uh, Shirley Chisholm, Barbara Jordan moment that you had earlier when you was like, you was talking about your stuff getting stolen. You've been erased from history. T. Gray has been erased from it. I've gotten to the bottom of it, y'all. T. Gray is the one that's been erased from history. I have not been erased from history. It's just we as a people are being erased. No, don't talk. No, don't add the struggle with your nails. Don't add the struggle with acrylics. So all of a sudden, the Montgomery boys uh, bus boycott was for T. Gray and her acrylic nails. No, it wasn't. But my point is that we as a as a people are being erased. Th- that's all I'm saying. I'm just saying that it's a bigger picture. Y'all, guys. she's it's referring to nails. Than, let's remove black history and have America. <laughs> I can, I can see T. Gray right now opening up a salon called Blacks by Us. And she going to do y'all nails with Kente cloth what on. What do you think Morgan Freeman <laughs> Morgan marks Freeman. on his paperwork for the IRS? What box do you think he circles in? What are the choices? african-american black i think he puts panic i think he bubbles i think he bubbles in other and says i am morgan freeman <laughs> i think that's what he does <laughs> I think, said, let's go do a city and hell yeah we need to somewhere i think he bubbles it i think he bubbles other and says i am morgan freeman Alabama, I wish our phones were working so you could call in and promote your show so i'll promote it for you go ahead so Alabama, you guys already know one of Baltimore's favorite comedians is going to be featuring for Coco Brown at the House of Laughs in Delaware this weekend, you guys. Friday night, Saturday night. I think they got three shows, one for sure on Friday, at least one or two on Saturday. It's going to be a dynamic joint. So one, the House of Laughs is a cool little swanky spot. I like that spot. It's it feels good when you get in there and the food is good the stage is amazing they got special little side space for you to take your pictures and shit it's a dope spot black owned kudos to that um, <laughs> It is. is I know. I'm just saying, is this stuff real right now? Not your attitude towards black people, but just (laughs) this insatiable thirst. So you all go see Coco Brown. Go see Alabama in Delaware at the House of Labs Friday and Saturday, the 12th and the 13th. Y'all go ahead and get that funny, y'all. Y'all go ahead and get that funny. Go put your little depends on because somebody (laughs) going to pee. Go put your little depends on. Yo, man. Shout out. And, and you know what? I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to be the bigger man. Shout out to Alabama and his uh, comedy shows. Uh, Alabama know why I'm beefing with him. So I'm going to be real with you. Alabama knows why I'm, we're beefing. Now, I love Alabama. Don't get it twisted. But Alabama know why I'm beefing. We, he's a cheater. We had an 80s versus 90s R&B versus and the, the the whole thing was Alabama was supposed to submit 
his playlist to T. Gray, and I submit my playlist to T. Gray, and Alabama didn't do that. And then this dude Isn't comes out. True? This dude comes out shooting nuclear weapons in the fir- first. You build up, y'all. You build <laughs> up. You build the up. The fact that you still mad. Yes, I'm still mad. He the cheated. Fa- it's been almost a year, like for sure. It's been almost a year. How long has it been since the Asians tried to steal your acrylic nails pattern? <laughs> they took them. How long has it been? How long has it been? It's been 20 so Thank you. So years. shut up. At the end yeah, of the but day. I guess I didn't forget it. No, nah, man. No. Nah, <laughs> Alabama cheated. We're supposed to build a. So oh. I just, I just want to say, so I tried to go ahead and promote the show before the foolishness got started. So you all make sure you check out Coco Brown in Alabama this weekend at the House of Last. Who the hell Square. starts out with Prince? Who starts out with Prince in the eighties versus nineties verses? Who the? You have no answer for Prince. And Michael, and, and I love Michael Jackson, but remember the time does not compare to Purple Damn Rain. So sorry. Oh man, so go check out Alabama. So we'll have a rematch. Yes, we are we gonna are, have a rematch. We will have a rematch, right? Uh, when Alabama and and Coco finish traveling, we'll we'll bring him in studio for a rematch. You damn right. And you're gonna submit your list like I submit mine. He did give me a list afterwards. No, he. Oh me oh, he did. Yeah. But I never saw it. That's not my job to show you what's on the list. It wasn't my job to show you his, and I didn't show your list to him either. He didn't know what you were playing. At two, Brute. At two, Brute. <laughs> Listen. Listen, I'm up in here. He said you ain't playing no Jodeci. I couldn't get to it. You kicked my ass with the first seven songs. Who fault is your song choice? I was building up. Okay, but still, that's 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 how you fight. You fight on build up. Alabama just come out with them jumps. So clearly, you got to change your fighting style. Okay, you. Listen, this is Wu Tang Shaolin over you. Listen, I'm not about to listen to you. I'm not about to listen to you, Tizza. Okay, I'm not about to listen to you, the Rizza, the Jizza, and Tizza. I'm not about to listen to you. You're a fighter by profession, and you build up. Come on, man. You're a cheat. I can't believe you. Do you build up when you step in the ring? You Judas. Do you you Judas. Or do you whoop their ass, watch their breathing pattern, and then continue to whoop their ass? You're a Judas. I'm asking. First, yes. And secondly, <laughs> you're a Judas, man. Listen, man. All right, Alabama. I wish you all the best until you come up in here. I wish you all the best <laughs> until you come up in here. That's real talk. Man, conversations with comedians on NLGradio.com. Uh, I am- it's like sex. Go ahead and bust. Conversations with comedians on NLGradio.com Bringing comedy to the conversation I am your honest, forthcoming, loyal host Mr. Perspective Doug Bennett And I am joined by the sly the 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 sneaky the 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 underhanded acrylic assassin T Gray. <laughs> hey hey. Yeah whatever, man. We were you know we were uh, on a, bring me in it between y'all. <laughs> on a serious note, we were supposed to have uh, a guest, Larry Lancaster, uh, come in the yeah, building. Larry yeah, Larry Lancaster won't be on today. You yes, guys. um, due to technical we were difficulties. Super, super yes, excited. just words crossed. Uh, mixed but communication, but he won't be in here. 
but definitely the show will continue and we will get him in here uh at his earliest convenience so thank you we're just gonna though, continue sir, to we'll move see on. you when we see you we'll definitely get you rescheduled but you probably was gonna wear something in here crazy anyway and i'm so glad you got saved from getting lit up bro i think he had on a snake print a flight jacket sir Wait, 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 wait. Say, uh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I was thinking you was going to say like a snake print suit. No, a snake print like what? A like a starter <laughs> type it, shit? But it, but it didn't have no puff to it? I was like, what's happening? Wait, 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 wait! Like a, like a, like a, like a, like, like a. You know, you know, a nigga confused when he keeps saying the same thing over. Like a, like a, like a, like a, like a, like a, like a. We gonna light you up on contact. Man, light you up, bro. You, man. Yo, we getting ammunition just. My God. I'm packing the ammunition right now, bro. She is literally going through it like she got a clip. Like she's literally. Girl, I don't know what's up with her hand motions today, but T. Gray is into it today. Man. Because I broke a nail. And so, I'm going to tell y'all. It is. I'm going to tell y'all. Miss Acrylic broke a nail. I did. The Acrylic Assassin. I did. So, what's interesting about being a host and about being a producer and having shows, uh, especially when they're live, you you never really know how they're going to go. And so, I had a show that. I felt like I got kind of Tyra Banks on my show. And so my guest kind of on the low was dragging me. Now you got now you got to explain the my Tyra Banks. My guest was dragging me cuz of my fingernail. Um so if everybody remembers when Tyra Banks interviewed Superhead and so Superhead was being so so nice and professional and cordial and Tyra Banks was being so mean, so rude, just saying a little slick shit. This was like the reverse. Like I was being super, super nice. And then my guest was giving me weird energy. And then she low-key dragged me on my nail being broke. And so I'm like, I talk with my hands though. Really? I never would have noticed. I talk with my hands. And so it's so hard for me to be mindful. Like, yo, but I didn't have an opportunity to go get my nail fixed before my show started. But I couldn't talk and put my, I would have had to sit on my hands. So you put your hands behind your back. No, I just kept talking. I just kept going. And when she was dragging my fingernail, I was like, oh, this bitch dragging me on my own show. And I got to still be nice. And I'm still being nice. And she's still saying a little slick shit. And I'm about to be like, you bald. But anyway. I'm sorry. It's not cool, though. You got you to gotta always stay professional. You should always keep yourself up. My point is, don't let nobody drag you on your show, because don't let, don't do that. I can't. Don't do that. I can't. Don't how let did she, drag you. How did she go from being innocent to petty back <laughs> to being professional? And don't let nobody not show up, and then when they come in, you don't drag them. So, Larry Lancaster, when you get in here, Okay. Uh, you know what? Don't get you, boy. Oh you already light skinned. Not if she can't see. Woo! We gonna get you. Snake print though. You. Snake print. I, I can't. I'm still trying to print. picture that in we my was head. At the premiere the other day, and I said, "Oh, there go Larry Lancaster. Let me let me say hello." With so a snake this print flight got on a jacket. Snake print flight jacket. Like, oh shit. <laughs> how did you even have? How did I? <laughs> So he's killing the game. Nah, man. Nah, he should. Killing the game. Yo, killing the game or letting that shit die. One of the two, man. Sorry, old though. You know, y'all, y'all old fifty plus B. I didn't know Larry Lancaster was fifty two. Is he? He looks so young. I mean, not so young. He look at least forty five, but. 
Tigray is the mad. I that, you know what the T stand for? It stand for take back. She's the only person that yeah, will give you a compliment gonna and take it back. Tell him to watch this or play this for him. He's gonna be like, I'm not going on that show. <laughs> T Gray, take back Gray. That's exactly what we're going to call it. He looked good for his age. He 50. Well, no, nah, he 45. Yeah, well, so when I saw that he was 52, I was like, wow. So a lot of people don't know, like, my mom is 55. So I was like, dang, like, Larry looks phenomenal for 52. He does. He looks. Why, are you, he why do people really do that? They always put that four on the end. You look good. For your age. Because you look good for a woman time, that just had kids. Like, why can't they just say you look good, period? at one time, 52 was pretty old. The life expectancy at one point was, was 53 only, years. No, the life expectancy, according to the Bible, was only 65. Like, if you had lived to be 65, that's almost that's the equivalent to living to be like 100 now, which a lot of people are doing. So, 52 at one point, especially generationally, was a little bit older. It was older. I mean, he on the downshift. You don't put this nigga one foot in the grave? Oh, yeah, we're going to love having him in here. Everybody is just going to flock to come into here. While T. Gray sitting up here predicting your mortality. This joker T. Gray literally has already got this man's repass planned out. No, so. She got his man's repass planned out, so we gonna serve greens because so no, like, that was Larry's favorite food. My trainer food. is sixty, but my trainer looks like he's forty, forty-five. Like his body's amazing; he's in fantastic health, of course, he's as he should be. But he always says how important it is to count his days, or like how his days now. The, his time is so much more important and his days now are so much more important because now he's on the downswing of counting his days as opposed to the up. It's the reality. Once you get past 50, I think you do start counting things different. I think you do start looking at stuff differently. It's not like you're looking at it like, oh, I got another 40 years in the game. You know what I mean? I think your, your mindset does kind of change. A lot of dudes that I know that are 50 plus have that same mindset that these days now past 50, it's, it's a little bit different. So, for all people who turned 50 in 2021, just go ahead and go out to the nearest cemetery, pick your plot out, <laughs> figure out what roses you want, figure out who you want to give your eulogy, and who your pallbearers are going to be. Yes, indeed. Write it nice and neat, and place it inside of a manila envelope, mm -hmm. and send it <laughs> to Conversations <laughs> with Comedians addressed to T. Gray. Yes, and I'm going to help you plan yeah. your festivities. Absolutely. <laughs> My mom always be telling me what music she wants played at her funeral. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, like why do it? My mother does the same <laughs> thing. First off, you're dead. I'm playing what I want to play. Wow. I was thinking she was going to say, I'm not going to be in the right mind. No. Nah. This this woman going to sit nah. up and say, nah. Nah, you, you want Mahalia Jackson play. Nah, we playing Northeast Groovers. So, but my mom, my mom has an eclectic playlist, but she is, it's like Earth, Wind, and Fire, then Biggie. Like, that's her. <laughs> After the love is gone, call me Big Pop. <laughs> the show stop. Yeah, Come on, name. man. She, she got range. Range. Okay. Got range. Okay. Oh, man. Conversations with comedians on nlgradio.com. Right we, we are not. Why do we, we need focus. to focus? We're, this is not a this job. This is what happens when I guess don't come. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we gonna blame Larry Lancaster, Mister Mister Snake Print himself. I'm a, he do I, be wearing a lot of snake print though. Doc. I think he do got a snake print suit too. I'm gonna check that shit. I'm gonna call that. I'm gonna call that play, man. Lot of play. As soon as he come up he in here, I'm gonna call him Serpentino. I'm gonna call him Serpentine. I'm call him Serpentino. We gonna light that ass up. Yeah, we are, bro. Boy, you better be ready. Yeah, we are. gonna have fun. I gotta Google a picture of a snake skin flight jacket. All you gotta do is go on his. He took a picture of it. I'm sure. I'm so sure. there's actually a documented he record of this carpet happening. In it. Oh man, I'm putting that shit on my page. I'm putting that on we my just page. We here talking shit. Clearly, we don't have no guidance. Okay, this is what happens when Terrence don't care. <laughs> I can't say show. <laughs> Me and Doug in here running amok. <laughs> show enough. Come on, come on, come on. We're running amok. I oh. can't believe you sat up there and used that word amok. <laughs> We're yeah. running them up. We're running them up. Somebody help us. Somebody help us. Where's Lord somebody Jesus. mama at in here? We, we, uh, you. Oh. You the only mama in here. <laughs> Where's somebody daddy? Now, you treat me like a motherfucker sometimes, but you are the only mama in here. Mm. Treat you as you are. Sorry, sir. She, she, she trifling. She's so trifling. Oh, my God, man. I just. <sighs> I needed those laughs, though. Thank you. What's the matter with you? Ain't nothing the matter. It's just, you know, sometimes you just need that extra, mm, that boost. Like, that was just the boost that I needed. Thank you. Thank you, Larry Lancaster, because you gave me that boost just now. What you still sad over that nail? No. Nah, I'm not sad about it that at all. That joint do look kind of strange. So, and it hurts so bad. But I'm so secure with me. Oh, <laughs> Lord, man. <laughs> that I could do this all day. <laughs> I could let y'all see that this one nail is two inches shorter than the rest. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. My guest wasn't okay with it on my live show last night, but I am. We're not going back down that road. We're not going back down that road. I'm surprised I you hope let them. I you're not watching me now. I'm going to be real with you. I'm surprised you let them shoot at you like that. You know what? I'm extremely professional. And I'm a host. Like, I'm, like I'm a legitimate media personality. You can't shift your um, body language. You can't make obtuse faces like you you know you gotta stay in your moment and just first i applaud you because i take a lot of my media cues from you but i'm sick and tired of you constantly sitting up here finding a way (laughs) to tell people how good you are at math when you sit up here and say you can't shape your face in an obtuse way (laughs) like you really thought that shit went over my head huh you really thought that shit went over my head. Like I got acute brain cells. <laughs> I know what an obtuse triangle is. I know what an acute triangle is. Just focus. Stop. Oh my God, man. I can't stand I you. I used a word. Obtuse. Acute. That I knew that you would understand in this conversation. That is not the reason why. If Terrence was sitting here. I couldn't tell him I couldn't make an obtuse. Right or wrong. Well, he his math was done with an what abacus. What right or wrong? He his, been like, <laughs> his math was done with an abacus. So what are you talking about T? What's <laughs> an what do you mean? What is the top? What's the obtuse face? What is that? I can't, man. Oh my I'm god! Hold up! <laughs> no, nah, do the hand. Hold up! That's okay. That hand be killing me, man. <laughs> it's worse because my feet don't come. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> Y'all see T Gray? It literally looks like T Gray just chopped her for a uh, pointer finger off. <laughs> Like that joint don't even look right. That joint don't look right. It's a nerve. I honestly feel like making a nail out of like a, a screen in here or something and taping that joint to oh her finger. That joint is terrible. Finger. That joint is terrible. That joint is terrible. It really looks like somebody chopped the t- like it, it. It looks like she has a story to go along with why she got a nub. It really do. Like I was cooking dinner one day and all of yeah. a sudden I just chopped the onion too far. Mm-hmm. 
That's how it feels too. I ain't gonna lie, boy. It's gonna hurt. Man. There's <laughs> an Asian at when you need one. <laughs> Yo, man, we gonna take a <laughs> We gonna take a short musical break, man. We gonna come right back. Will I think we focus I, when we get back. I want I want some off the cuff, just nothing planned. What would be your advice for women who or you know what? No. What would your be what would your advice be for a man? Who is Hold trying. on, do you want to ask me this now or after the music break? I'll ask after the music break. Because you wanted, you don't want me to think about my answer. You want me to just give it to you, correct? Off the top of the dome. Off the top of the dome. We're going to go back. We're going to go back to some 90s stuff. As a matter of fact, because she is who she is, we're going to really and truly, because I'm going to be real with you. Whenever I hear this song, like this song lights me up. More so than probably any other. I would say this is probably one of my most favorite 90s R&B songs and that's saying a lot because you know the 90s mm-hmm. with R&B was mm-hmm. just that's the shit moment. that's my moment right there so I'm gonna and the moment y'all hear it boy you start it it's over conversations with comedians on nlgradio.com we will be back where we will put straight on the spot Take off your coat, I'll make you feel at home Now let's pour a glass of wine, cause now we're all alone I've been waiting for you, so just let me hold you close to me Cause I've been dying for you 
better sing it. That was my joint right there, boy. Color me bad. <laughs> Conversations with comedians on NLGRadio.com, bringing comedy to the conversation. As always, I am your host, Mr. Perspective, Doug Bennett, and I am joined in the lab by the voice of intimacy, Miss T. Gray. Hey, hey. We're going to give a shout out to the Duke of Comedy. He is right now in Philadelphia celebrating yo, 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 the Marine Corps birthday. Happy birthday to all my devil dogs out there, my Tufu Hundins. Ooh, simplify always faithful 246 looks good on us man so we're gonna uh finish the show with a rapid fire um i am gonna ask some questions that were given to me in my dm for t gray she is our resident sexologist and these are some interesting questions from uh both men and women they will remain nameless because we don't want to put nobody's business out there so T. Gray, question number one. Dun, dun, dun. Is there or should there be any off limits in the bedroom in a relationship, a committed relationship? Should there be any off limits? In a committed relationship, I believe that any two things or anything that two people agree on should be okay. But as humans, do we have off limits? Yes. And I think that even in a committed relationship, we should respect that. So if I'm a guy and say, I don't want any anal play, my girl shouldn't just inadvertently slide her finger up in there just because. Like, I think, I think that you still, even in a commitment, have to respect the sexual boundaries of a person. Now, if I say you could do anything, we could do it all, then okay, yes, as we've agreed that we can have a, fee, a free for all. Um, it, are there things that I might want to see you be willing to do? Maybe. And I have to decide whether or not if you're willing or unwilling, if that's a, 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 um, a easy out for me, because say, if there are things that I want you to do, say, if I want some head, but you're not giving up no head, well then nah, I'm out the door. But if we've come together and we've already talked about it and this is, <clears throat> What my what what I can't do or what my deal breakers are or whatever, it's up to them to those people to decide whether or not they want to stay, whether or not they want to go, whether or not they want to deal with it. If it's you know, I think it's okay to have a boundary. There are some things that are going to be off limits. Like I hate people messing with my ears, drives me insane. It'll kill the entire mood. So why would you do it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So the minute ears? somebody. Oh, I hate it. So the minute somebody <laughs> is like on my ear. So nibbling on your earlobe is a total turn off. It's going to. To be honest, because it's something I really don't like. It's a mental regroup. It's a mental regroup. So when you say should things be off limits, I would one want to question. Well, who's asking? Is it the man or the woman that's asking? And if it's the man, what if there's some things that you have off limits that the woman across that line you have to be considerate of your partner's feelings yeah you know i gotta find I the proper music okay. for this like a we, we we gonna play that this is this right here this right here is the that's the way love goes segment this is t gray's gray area the that's the way love goes segment all right so i'm gonna start like i said we're asking rapid fire questions here these were given to me in my dm if you have any questions for our sexologist t gray you can dm me at that dude underscore doug or you can dm us at conversations underscore with comedians i have to share this so right. you guys already know cousin paul if you know y'all gotta get up on it one of the best out of philly i've been coming doing this thing um brand millionaire really i just guess every brand of the sun is making fantastic strides uh he says and he's married 
um, in response to the question that was asked was yes because we can't do any everything like he can't hit 10 inch penis positions so stop asking so that's a fantastic point because in relationships you gotta know your limits I can't expect you to have more dick than what you got you can't you know technically I've learned you can squeeze out an inch if you dip your right hip you can if squeeze you out do, a, you can so squeeze out another another so centimeter, that y'all. You're squeezing out an inch is that because of the angle that you're hitting? You're on the wall. You say so tomato, I say big red fruit. Listen, fellas, dip your right if hip. You you'll give another centimeter to her, but don't. Grade, but ask her, don't give no more. No holds barred. All right, this rapid fire. Right. You're slow on rapid I fire. I can't because you stopped it to sit up here and talk about cutting ball. All right, here we go. Next question. What designates as cheating? Is cheating one sexual encounter or is it treating your side chicks as good as, if not better, than your your regular chick? What is so you're asking me so many subjective questions. So if you're in a relationship but you haven't agreed to monogamy, nothing is cheating. I'm gonna say that again. <laughs> if you're in a relationship and the two of you have not agreed on monogamy. Nothing is cheating. You're still very super single. Just dating. All right. Okay. That's right. not cheating. So if we have now entered into a space of titles and a monogamous agreement, whatever you view is that person being either emotionally or physically attached to another human in the vein of gaining sex gaining um, companionship whatever then that's cheating for whatever you are because see some people feel like you cheating if you text some people feel like you cheating if you fuck some people feel like you cheating if you cheating if you like 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 everybody has their line you need to have clear-cut lines of what your expectation is where you really are in your relationship. So then if these things happen, then you have a, a footing to stand on to say, okay, yes, I've been cheated on and yes, I'm leaving because, or whatever the case is, you're staying because. But when you have all these gray areas, and when you don't have that discussion on yes, we're monogamous, or yes, we're this, or yes, we're that, and everything's just up in the air, it's a free-for-all, do your thing, live your life, have your fun. And then if somebody's emotions or their heart is involved and then they want to change the conversation, then yes, then let's now change the conversation. Let's now see what we really want from each other and let's decide what our monogamous looks like. Because we could be together in a polygamous situation and I'm never cheating. Or I could still have two wives, but y'all feel like because I got a girl, I'm cheating. Like, that, it's so subjective. It has to be what it is to you and what you agree Didn't she just get on me about rapid-fire questions and she giving marathon answers? I mean, I give marathon answers. All right. Question from Peter Pornography. That's why I'm going to start going by codes. His woman is mad at him because he has a pornography fetish. However, she will not indulge in it with him nor the stuff that he sees. How can he get his woman to do that? He's not going to get her to do that. He needs to get him a girl who likes porn. He's not going to get her to do that. All right, let's play devil's advocate. He loves this woman. That's so what? Wow. Well, let me tell you why I say so what. You knew she didn't like porn when you met her. She knew you had a porn problem when 
when she met you. I know a woman is not about to sit up here and talk, blame a man hey, for overlooking Hey, something. hey. Women are hey, the no, no, master no, no. overlookers of shit. Now, All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go okay, ahead. So, okay, so let's say you didn't overlook. Let's say we six months in. So by six months, 12 months, you know who this motherfucker is. You know this man got a problem with porn, or not a problem, because I don't believe a fetish is a problem. But you know that this man likes porn, you know that he likes a type of porn or he wants something sexually that you don't normally see or that you consider taboo that you're not willing to indulge in. I can't, that's not fair. That's not fair. So I can't say to you, I see you like, um, let's, say, let's say you like girls with three titties, okay? I see you like three titties. <laughs> Every your your all your porn history says three titties. That's not porn. That's a deformity. No, but I'm just using that as an example. This motherfucker. And I have like three titties. I have the ability to grow a third titty, but I'm not gonna do it because I don't want to look titty like that. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like if I see that this is what you're into, and I know that I can't accommodate, I can't reach you at the level that you are. When it comes to a fetish, people sometimes really don't understand how important a fetish is to a person a fetish is not a hobby a lot of people have that notion that this is oh just something that you do the way that i engage in my physical activity the way that i receive arousal the way that i ejaculate whatever my muse is if it's something that's so ingrained in me that i don't have to touch it all i have to do is look at it all i have to do is hear it all i have to do is visualize it and i'm now aroused i can now come from that that's something bigger than just a hobby a fetish isn't a hobby this is what's ingrained in me this is what's in my soul this is what gets me off if you can't get me off Am I with you for what? So you pay these bills, feed these kids, clean this house? Then thank you for being my maid. I'm going to go get me a woman who can satisfy my need. He's not going to, if she's not with it, she's not going to be with it. If she's not willing to try, she's not going to cross that line because it's not in her to do so. Even if you want a woman that is in line with what you like, that's what you need to find. Stop looking for something that's not what you want. That's bananas to me. It doesn't make sense to me to stay in a dynamic when you see that that person can't fit your need. Kirk Franklin was dumpster diving for his porno. How strong does his wife had to be? You think she sat up in there and watched some porno with him? Oh, yes, she has. Maybe not to the point that he has, but that's how strong a fetish is. Let's get, let's get this one last question. This is coming from Sarah Setback. All right. Her, she said her and her man had a threesome. However... She has taken a liking to the girl in the threesome. How does she either A, break this to her man, or B, keep it quiet to keep herself fulfilled? Playing a lot of shopping trips. Men never question shopping. Flat out. When you know a man to ever be like, why she going shopping today? Where they, they, they going to go hang out? Oh my God, why they hanging out without me? If you say you going shopping, you going to go get some some girls some nails out I and mean, come home with bags. Don't come home empty-handed. Okay, actually go to a store, spend a couple coins, but then get you a room and wear that girl out in the meantime. He's wow. not going because you know what? The male ego, as much as he wants to see two women together and he likes to see you two in that act and in that moment, he's not going to be okay with the one-on-one -on -one because now my ego, my pride is bruised. Now she can give you something that I can't. Was she fucking you better than me? Is she this, this, that, and the third? Men are too fragile to really handle that. 
They're too fragile. So the reality of it is, if this is something that you want to keep going, bitch, plan some shopping trips, some little nail stuff, have you some receipts, make it look legitimate, okay? And if you decide that you want to tell him, you have to be ready for him not to be strong enough to deal with it. Or you have to be ready for him to one-up you. Because what if he goes and start fucking a bitch more? What if he bring another woman into the situation? Are you ready for that dynamic? Are you ready for the implosion or the explosion? So prepare yourself and have a game plan for either one. Sounds like you speaking from experience. Like, goddamn. All right. Uh, no, I'm just. That was that was rapid fire gray area with the, our own personal sexologist T Gray. Like I said, if you have any questions, ladies, gentlemen, about how to spice up your life, anything like that, www.sextalkwithtgray.com. It will all <laughs> stay anonymous because we are not trying to wreck nobody's home. We're just trying to get you a little spice in your life, T Gray style. So you can DM me at that dude underscore Doug. You can also DM us on conversations underscore with comedians. And uh, also hit T Gray up on uh, the email. Give give him uh, that. You can go to my website. That's where you go, go to, for your sex advice. www.sextalkwithtgray.com. You can get sex advice and you can purchase some merch. Don't slide Not in just my merchandise. I have merch. I have shirts and stuff. Oh, okay. I will. Oh, Lord have mercy. I, you with you? You gotta. I mean, like, I'm let us know when you G rated. You gotta let us know like when you G rated. It's, it's it's sextalkwithtgray.com. <laughs> Okay, it's for adults. <laughs> okay, it's for adults. Don't slide in my DM with your sex questions. Bring them to the proper place, the website. Thank you. Appreciate you. Oh my God, man. We got 10 minutes left. We are rounding the bin. Wow, that went by so fast. We, we laughed the entire show. Yes, we did. You gonna run this back and listen to it and be like, I don't think we should have these kind of shows anymore. There was no format. There was no there's no one on that. Why you make me sound like I'm such a stickler? <laughs> Hold on, where your glasses at? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I hope your eyes cross. I hope your eyes cross. That's how I hear Doug's text messages. You know, we gotta really be mindful about what we're saying, how we're saying it. See, we I'm the civilized doing, one, y'all. And I listen to it, and it just didn't sound. He does this. He, you gotta get the folds in your neck. And I just, I'm the civilized. <laughs> it just sounds. Right, I just, I just, I just believe. I just, we I believe there's a decorum and the etiquette. Maybe it's the suburbia <laughs> in me. I don't know. Maybe it's the suburbia because I'm one third. I'm the one third that's suburban. The rest of them are city born and bred. That is not true. Do Glenn not Arden. let her, Glenn Arden, Arden, Arden fool you. She. Lived in DC. She lived in DC for a third of her life. She is city. She is city. I wouldn't call it a third. Okay. A uh, fifth. Go Shit, on. I wasn't good at math. A fifth is lower than a third. Oh, uh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I'm not good at math. I'm sorry, right. y'all. What's what's no, higher? You than right? No, you was right. It's half, a, it, baby. What's higher than a third? A half. A half. She lived in 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 DC. <laughs> Uh, yes, it, it, it doesn't work when you're working out your math on air. It doesn't work. It, it takes away from it. A half is one twos, right? <laughs> a half is one twos. <laughs> no, no, come back. No, a half is one twos. It is. I see it in my head right now. I see it in my head right now. It's one twos. <laughs> don't do that don't do that this is exactly why we can't come together as a people this is why we can't come together as a people <laughs> oh god i'm so sorry <laughs> it is i'm not wrong i'm not wrong oh god Ooh, 
Douglas made me cry. Man, oh my I can't. God. I can't, man. Listen, oh. I shared. I shared a deficiency Ooh. with you, and you're gonna laugh. Oh, this is exactly why black people don't go to oh therapy. This is why black people don't go to therapy. Oh, that apologize. I would <laughs> apologize. I would not apologize for your happy one two. Apolog oh my god, man. Half of two is one. One twos. Thank you. Oh my god. Man, apologize right I'm now. Not. I'm not apologizing for laughing at your dumb shit. You trifling, man. I, I can't believe that, dog. I can't I believe it. And I was brought to tears. Thank you. I won't apologize, but I will say thank Don't you. Don't touch me, life. man. Don't, Don't touch me. Because you're not smart. I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm, no, I'm <laughs> special. That's what my teacher said. She's like, I'm special. <laughs> I I'm am. special. She said, I have a unique. I am smart. I is. <laughs> she I, said, I'm, I'm smart. My teacher was so messed up. She's like, he has a unique way of looking at life. I'm like, bitch, uh, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> bitch, what does that mean? <laughs> to this day. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> I had to go Deontay Wilder on that bitch to this day. To this day, she's like to this day. What? Don't ask me. To this day, oh, a unique God. way of looking at life. Ooh, I know, damn yes. unicorn. Shut your door. I'm so mad at her. I'm so mad at her. Ooh, her name, okay. Miss Joyce. The show can end now. That's what I like. Well, once you get it right there, like you can just. Man, let them, know, <laughs> let them know what you got coming up, T. Gray. So right after this, you guys, Illustrate Radio on WEMS Radio, 9 to 10 p.m. We will be live streaming to YouTube, Facebook, WEMSRadio.com, the WEMS Radio app. We're also on Twitch. Um, we are going to be talking to the EMT group who focuses on credit repair and restoration black lady local trying to get y'all to get y'all lives together so once you get your credit in order then we could talk about how you invest your money how you can really grow your money let your money work for you when you're not so um this is a starting a new financial series for we're trying to focus on women entrepreneurs um pretty soon we're going to be bringing hope flood on because she's a dynamic entrepreneur with her cbd products and her makeup line um so we, that's what we do on Women Crushing Wednesday. Tuesday, your girl be back live, of course, with Sex Talk with T. Gray. Um, it's going to be a fun show. Next week, you guys, old Mike B is in the building with us. Yay, yeah, yay. Yeah. yeah, he was supposed to be here today, too. Like, black people. <laughs> black people. And see, people wonder why T. Gray overbooks her shows. This, this is why. Because um, you niggas... Because <laughs> uh, only, because only one twos of y'all show up. That's the only one, two, one two, one two, only one twos oh of y'all show up. That fifty percent, y'all. Hey, get him with that drip, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> one y'all, yeah. Why y'all not coming to the show? Oh yo? man, once again, <laughs> once again, man. Um, I got a show coming up with uh Jackie L Entertainment. Shout out to my man Nevin Maline, November nineteenth. We gonna have some fun. We gonna get it in. Friday, also, Friday. Uh, are we we doing uh we doing taste the caribbean on friday 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 yes, taste friday, friday. dope yeah. open mic a lot of fun yeah yeah um yeah i'm gonna be there telling some jokes jug what you gonna be doing you gonna be telling some jokes nah, nah. i don't think so there's a there's a one twos chance that i will um uh, <laughs> 50% chance oh uh, man but other than that jokes. we we gonna get ready, man. I mean, this to me is one of the best times of the year. It's the holiday season, man. My it birthday really is Black is. Friday. Nobody even asked. Um, I wasn't talking about you. <laughs> okay, you was mad because you old. My birthday. I'm not is old. Black I'm Friday. seasoned. 
I'm seasoned. Y'all don't forget. We're going to have a party somewhere. I don't know where the party going to be, but we having a party somewhere. All right, man. Well, as always, I'm going to give my perspective. Hey, like I said earlier from the great Chris Rock, dumb people try to impress smart people. Smart people just do what it is they do. Understand this, man. On your journey in life, you are going to garner and you're going to lose. You're going to sow and you're going to reap. Um, just recognize what season you're in right now. And do not compare your season to anybody else's. Because some people are in the winter of their life, other people are in the spring of their life. Some are in the summer of their life, some are in the fall of their life. How <laughs> However, at the end of the day, the Creator knows where He has placed you, which means He ultimately knows where you're going to go. So you just have faith in the process because it's in the process, it's in the process that you learn. The final product is not where you learn, the final product is where you showcase what you learn. The process is where you learn. So do not shy away from the process. Embrace it, engulf it, and educate yourself from it. That way, you can truly, truly, truly be enthusiastic about the final product. So, process over product. Conversations with Comedians on NLGRadio.com, bringing comedy to the conversation. We will be back next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Coming through your radio. We also got our shirt, so DM me at that dude underscore Doug for your size. It's only $25. It'll be sent out to you as soon as we get our money. So, for all those individuals out there who's been hitting me up asking how they can get their merch, I just told you. Hit me up on that dude underscore Doug with your size, $25, and we'll send it out to you so you can become part of the conversation. Conversations with Comedians on NLGRadio.com. We love y'all. We are out. Peace.